Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For a dream comes with much business and a fool's voice with many words. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the one you must fear. If you see in a province the oppression of the poor and the violation of justice and righteousness, do not be amazed at the matter. For the high official is watched by a higher, and there are yet higher ones over them. But this is gain for a land in every way, a king committed to cultivated fields. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them, and what advantage has their owner but to see them with his eyes? Sweet is the sleep of a laborer, whether he eats little or much, but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. There is a grievous evil that I have seen under the sun. Riches were kept by their owner to his hurt, and those riches were lost in a bad venture. And he is the father of a son, but he has nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, he shall go again naked as he came, and shall take nothing for his toil that he may carry away in his hand. This also is a grievous evil. Just as he came, so shall he go. And what gain is there to him who toils for the wind? Moreover, all his days he eats in darkness, in much vexation and sickness and anger. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of his life that God has given him, for this is his lot. Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil. This is the gift of God, for he will not much remember the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with joy in his heart. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we are continuing um, through the book of Ecclesiastes. Such an interesting book. We're in chapter five, and we've we've kind of continued on to uh, on from what we were reading for. Yeah. Um, this kind of part in the beginning about our our relationship with God, a, a human's yeah. relationship to God, and kind of even the way that one approaches God, and then. It kind of goes from there into this whole discourse on on wealth, yeah, yeah. possessions, goods, uh, the 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 fact that you have them for a time and 
at the end of everyone's life, you lose the ball. Mm-hmm. But then, therefore, he's kind of saying, like, so actually just rejoice in what you have now. Yeah. Um, because it's a gift of God. So a little bit almost like paradoxical sounding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of good stuff here. What are some ways that you think it's, what, what are some, what's some wisdom it's, it's imparting to us? And verse one through five, or sorry, one through seven is one of my favorite sections mm-hmm. of the Bible. It's, it is just so convicting every time. Like yeah. when I, I just, as we were reading this, I just thought over the last week and just to refresh us, it's this section talking about when you like guard your steps, when you go to the house of God to draw near, to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools. Mm-hmm. And I just like, man, when I go to pray, when I go to spend time alone with the Lord, am I drawing near to listen or am I drawing near to to talk mm-hmm. and it, this just is so often too often it is just stunning to me how I really don't give a moment for the Holy Spirit to get a word in mm-hmm. so to speak you know like I mm-hmm. I just kind of come in I check the boxes what the language here is to offer the sacrifice of fools you know I'm like I kind of come in with this ment- mentality and maybe you know, some of us listening to daily rhythm kind of have this mentality right now of like, mm-hmm. Oh, I need to like, for me, a lot of times it's like, I need to read the Bible and something needs to stick out to me. And then once something sticks out to me and I like have that little nugget, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. my time in the word is done. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is not communing with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's such a, such a fresh perspective on worship to draw near quiet mm-hmm. and, be actually be slow to utter a word before Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And it's not because like God doesn't want to bear our, our grievances or hear our requests. The Bible tells us the opposite, but it's because a word from God changes everything. Mm -hmm. Like that is the highest good we could possibly seek. And then following that, you know, these, these lower goods, Mm -hmm the the daily bread so to speak that we have to to ask for you know that all that is all secondary to actually like hearing from the lord which kind of goes with the second half of the section that we read where like we get into the daily breads of life of yeah the 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 fruit of our labors and the riches that we gain and yeah. all those kinds of things um and yeah this this uh this this first section you know don't let your your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. Like so often, actually Jesus even connects, um, you know, the heart in the mouth. And, and so there's this, the, the thing that, that we have here is there's this hastiness of heart. Yeah. And that's what leads to our lack of quietness before God, mm. um, our, our quickness mm. to speak yeah. instead of to receive a word from him, which I think rightly orders then the way we live in the world. And, and, and that is, and another interesting thing, you know, is like, he's not necessarily like, he's talking a lot about just normal stuff, you know, in, in the second part of the passage here, like work and money and all those kinds of things. And so he kind of like almost assumes, and I know he's speaking to like Israel, like the people, mm-hmm. this is wisdom literature for the people of Israel. Yeah. So there's this assumption 
that they're going to go to the house of God. Guard your steps when you when you go to the house of God. Like there's this assumption. But man, like human beings, it I think it's just like everyone everyone prays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone offers up a hasty word to God. Um, yeah. especially in a moment of like trouble yeah. um, and difficulty. Like it's, we, we all approach the house it, of God. It's funny you say that I was driving, I had to go to the DMV or as Atlanta annoyingly calls it the DDS today <laughs> and which subtle flex, but got in and out in less than five minutes to renew my license. That's amazing. It was amazing. Praise Praise God. God. Um, <laughs> but I was driving uh, down 75 South and there was a billboard that I specifically remember very recently had um, it had some like sexual or it, like basically it had some like advertisement that was very like depraved and, and not biblical. And that has now been replaced with a pray for Ukraine graphic, mm-hmm. which obviously like I love and I'm grateful right. for. Yeah. But I was like, that's so that's just so telling of the world. Like, everybody's an atheist until there's, until there's a tragedy. Right. And then it's like, oh yeah, we should, we should pray for this. Mm -hmm. And this passage is kind of saying like, look, just slow down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, like do not be rash with your mouth and you don't even know that you're doing evil when you do that. And, um, and just like, again, which is, this is also common in just the wisdom literature for dreams increase, words grow many, and there's vanity, but kind of the opposite he's saying here to vanity and to this worthlessness is God is the one you must fear. Yeah. And so do we, do we approach him in this reverent, fearful mm. way that like, I mean, we should pray for Ukraine, but yes. I think the, th- and, and I think the thing though, that's, when you do slow down like this, um, you realize things that are true about God that you kind of forget. Yeah. Like, Oh wait, God is the ruler of all nations. Mm. And he is like doing things in this world that no, like he controls the hearts of Kings. Yeah. (laughs) And like, you just don't remember that kind of stuff when you show up and say, God, yeah, you know, this is what you need to do demands and requests. Um, and so there's such a, anyways, just to affirm what you're saying, there's such a goodness in not approaching God with a hasty heart um, yeah. and letting your words be few. Yeah. And I think it's worth noting too, there's such a interesting like relationship between scripture and wealth and money. And I think it's easy when you, especially when you're really in a season of being really zealous for the Lord, it's easy to become like ascetic and like self harming almost and being like, okay, any, any luxury in my life, any prosperity is a sign of like idolatry. It's a sign of withholding from God, withholding from the poor. And I, I do like appreciate here. This is, this is talking about, the vanity of wealth and honor. But like, again, this word vanity, hevel in Hebrew mm-hmm. or hevel, it, it is more literally referring to vapor. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's important to see what he's saying is like, you'll never be satisfied by this, but that doesn't mean like you can't enjoy it and be grateful to God right. for mm-hmm. these, these good things. And I really love the practical, 
practicality of verse 12. Sweet is the sleep of a laborer, whether he eats little or much, but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. And it's kind of like the, the idea that we're given here is that the righteous life is a life where we work hard, we enjoy what we have, but we are not living indulgently mm-hmm. um, or in, living in indulgence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's not like, hey, you are a terrible person if you, you know, have means. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, are you are you holding on to those means and are you continually going to God just to secure them and get more means? Or are you enjoying the gifts that God has given you but pouring them out at his feet knowing that they are ultimately vapor? Mm-hmm. That's right. And and it's like if you can get that right, um, if you can see that the truth there that these things are are gifts from this the God who is just full of weighty glory, yeah. Um, then God keeps him occupied with joy in his heart. Yeah, um, love that. And and that's a great that's a great I think way that this section ends. Any other further thoughts? Um, Will, it's a good word to end on. All right. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jeremy Brooks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.